Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 90th episode of the HSBG podcast. On one side, my favorite competitor in all of Hearthstone, always there to keep my ramping in check, best friend of this channel. I have a sign of his name over my head. Give it up for Shady Bunny. How you doing? Well, that is quite epic and not rehearsed at all. So, I, yeah, caught off guard. Awesome, man. I'm, I'm, I'm great. Uh, your sign was above my head, but it was out of the shot, so I'd have to go grab it. But I'd have it in a minute. Uh, Disappointing. <laughs> I, I felt a little bad. bad. Uh, all right, let me see. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I felt a little bad that I did it for Gia and John, and I kind of left you out to dry. So I didn't. Uh, I didn't do it there, but then next, uh, the next week was about um, the the esports announcement. I was like, "This is not right, the time. This is not the time for this." But here, week after, perfect time to to throw it out there. So hope hope you're I hope you're doing great. Right. Got your uh, there we go. You're in the shot. You are in. The, I am in the shot. Feels good. <laughs> Really it's all good. It's all. <laughs> anyways, anyways, regardless, uh, we do have we do have some interesting things to talk about. Patch uh, has come out you know, since yesterday, I believe, or was it two days ago? Regardless, we always talk about a weekly overview. How was your week, Shady? Fine. I think there was a lot of uh, stagnation, stagnation in terms of MMR. Where it was just um, hovering around, which is pretty rare for me. I'm usually quite um, slow and steady, just like inching forward. So, uh, but that, that's fine. I, I think it's partially the MMR not being that relevant, partially the meta about to shift. Mm. It's not like I wasn't trying to win, but I, I think I wasn't. Um, usually I, I pull out all the stops, right? And I'll uh, watch other streamers, I'll take notes, and I'll be like, because especially at the start, sometimes it's fine, but sometimes it's, it takes a while for me to get going. And I, I think this one, especially that shift from quests back to just triples, essentially as your value, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, need a need a little bit. But now that we've had the patch, uh, I think that's that's plenty of motivation to get started and learn it a bit better. Uh, so yeah, overall, some stagnation where it really felt like I was trying to hit the cards and then I didn't hit the cards right. and then I didn't do well and and that's kind of the mark of you're not really understanding the meta yeah yeah if if you're well i I think if you're really in a meta even if it's lopsided where it's like hit or die you you still have your little things you do when you miss and it's like okay it's not disaster but i've I've gotten a lot of like six seven eight and that's that's a rare result for like i'm I'm, you know me right i'm in the middle i I get my good games when i get a good setup but then I, I get my fives, I get my fours, and I get my threes. Uh, so yeah, that, that's that's unusual for me to get like the really bottom results. So that's that's for me the sign like I'm not getting something. Right? And but yeah, anyways, uh, how was how was your week, Carlos? My week was great. Like not as descriptive as yours. I've you know I <laughs> as you should know I've been meandering on on Snap, just seeing how that's going. It's been going well, ish. You know, just uh, a little rank one on the side. Yeah, apparently I didn't. I didn't believe it, but apparently I'm the highest rank in, in NA. 
So that's kind so of cool. How does this work? Is this is this based off the cubes you're gaining off people? You have the most cubes, or what's what's yeah, the? Yeah, I, I have the most cubes. Yeah, in there. Sure. Okay. Um, is this is this um, like do you do some kind of manipulation where you're in the lower uh, no. collection level? No, stuff, I or? don't. I thought about doing that, but I don't. I'm just with the big okay. boys. And I, just... <laughs> I I thought uh, it was because like there's like. Is is there pool four and five and stuff? Because I, yeah, I only yeah. knew about yeah, three. Yeah. Okay. There's there's pool four and five and I play against them. And you have you have those cards already? No. I I have one of them out of like okay. what is it, fifteen or something? Um so that's not a cutoff. It's like pool three and then you're with everyone. Yeah, with you with everyone. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was like again, like for pool four and pool pool five, but Okay, that is really, really impressive. But uh, yeah, I'm not apparently surprised. it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was shocked as well when I noticed uh, that that was the case. So yeah, that's been going fine, I would say. Yeah, uh, well, you're pretty good at games, Collins. You're pretty good at games. Thank you, thank you, Shane. I appreciate it. <laughs> they don't even know, you know. All the all the people that watch me at Snap, they're like, "Who is this guy?" Like, just a random player. I'm like, they don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the funniest thing is like you probably assume like the the rank one has dedicated uh, all. Yeah, the time yeah, he's yeah, like, right. Oh, how long? Yeah. How, you know, how long you been playing? I'm just starting gold release, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I've been pl- you know playing on my on the side really, <laughs> mainly on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, and, yeah, uh, anyways, that's that's been my week in particular. But yeah, it's definitely been yeah. Like, have you have you played some BGs? Yes, I, I played yesterday okay. um you okay. know, for the new patch and stuff like that. And I play a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely less than you or anything like that, right? Yeah, you, know, you didn't miss that much with the previous patch, at least yeah. from my experience. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's kind of just the issue with the uh the way the tor- like the tournament setup is uh structured, right? Yeah. Like this first month is too important. And I really didn't think I could contest this first month, so it kind of just knocks out the whole. Like, do I have to grind for like the the rest of the uh, weeks, right? Like, mm-hmm. since there's you're kind of already out, like by two weeks in, it's like a kind of rough. So, I there was no yeah. pressure for me to grind it, basically. But I I could have if I wanted to, but I didn't want to. Um, so, fair, fair. Anyways, let's move on to some of the topics we do have today uh one thing we do i did want to talk about was the uh the creator program right so that that got announced uh, i believe yesterday right so it's definitely something cool and something to shoot for if you are in the scene of hearthstone and you're not like already in, in touch with um the developer and stuff like that like there's now an official way to become in touch with the developers and i think that's pretty cool um definitely helpful for a lot of like new and up-and-coming streamers a lot of the like already established people and stuff like that they they do already have access right like they you know like it's not like before this they were talking to nobody right like they are talking to people and, and stuff like that but it's cool if you you know you weren't there or something and you wanted to find a way to get in there this is definitely a streamlike path and you know I, I i would say like the requirements are a little bit strict 
but even if you don't like fit the exact criterias or you know for stuff like that like it you can still uh apply right like akalia said that you know like even if you don't fit all these requirements for like being a streamer or a youtuber or, or podcast or whatever like you can still apply and as long as you know they, they find your your you know your presence and your criteria engaging and stuff like that that you might still get accepted so i definitely think it's something to look at and work towards if you do want to be a hearthstone content creator and things like that any any thoughts you i probably covered everything for this one but... i i think it's it's just the boost right it's just the bonus so yeah no real reason not to and and like you mentioned a lot of the time and this is with many things where you might not fit exactly all the criteria but it doesn't hurt to try because you might uh you might over deliver maybe in some other category right that that compensates um and and if not it's, it's just stick with it right because you see a lot of the requirements a lot of it is consistency we're just like have to keep yeah. going and, and they do really uh, want consistency like it's something they value for sure so yeah definitely i think that's i think that's almost with anything right like if, you, if you're how dare you be inconsistent as a human being. Well, i mean if you're gonna hire someone you also want them to be do, consistent, do i right? have to show up every day guys come on like the days <laughs> like i show up are really there. good <laughs> come on no no you don't like that I mean, the thing is like you are good enough that you might be getting away with that, right? And you probably do get away with that in areas in your life. But then imagine if there was like full, you know, try hard mode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some, some, I mean, I see what you're saying, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. fair. It's fair for sure. Um, so definitely, you know, if you are interested, take a look at it. Make sure you read the contract that they have. Like, a, you know, you always want to be aware of what you're signing because it's a long one. It's like 15 pages. So. That's the one like little tip of advice. Make sure you read that. But other than that, you know, if you if that's you want like to... the terms and service everybody reads every time they Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> no one reads it. I know, but I like know. read read it. <laughs> you should. I, I, you should and I've taken should a look at it. You know. And you should exercise and you should do all those things. <sighs> I I know. Like people <laughs> I I, no, I hear you. I hear you. I mean when, especially when it comes to like signing something, right? At least for me, I think as a kid, that was always the thing that was like drilled into, like don't don't just sign anything, right? Like, or you'd see that in a show or whatever. Some some guy gets hustled because he put his name on something, and just like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. So yeah, yeah obviously, if if you're signing something, it's you should be reading that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I yeah, you know, I just I felt I have to say it, you know, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> it's a good reminder. Yeah, yeah read sure. read the things you sign. Read the things you sign, folks. Right, but most mostly we will be talking about the patch notes and, and, and stuff like that. I don't really feel like we fully covered the 25.2 patch notes last week, right? Because we were kind of talking about the announcers. So feel free to like mention like that. We, there, we, we, we did, but like, I you know, I feel like, well, obviously, I'm just saying like, if you want to reference that past patch. Right, yeah, if there's anything. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, feels good, but. Uh, overall, we do have the battlegrounds changes, and we can kind of go through them, right? So, first of all, we do have some armor changes. I don't know if we talked about the armor changes in the previous patch, but we do have a couple having less armor. Anixia and Sneed have is now armor tier two. I think both of them make sense because they summon things, and this tends this uh, at least the undead meta was very 
uh, avenge abusable. So. Yeah. This this is the thing I uh, think about when I see this nerf. It's like, you're nerfing these heroes, but you're also changing the environment. So, right? Essentially, the, the goal of this patch in, in large is to make undead less powerful yeah. to encourage other strategies, right? Yeah. Give them a little bit of yeah, yeah. Uh, breathing room. So it's funny to say like, hey, we want we want you to do a little less of the token stuff. At the same time, we're also going to make the token heroes that we're really good in that meta. We're going to like make them worse preemptively. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you're changing two things at the same time. And I get it, right? You can't have a patch every few days. Uh, but it always feels a bit weird where we're going to say, you know, Anixian's need, we're really good in this meta, so we're going to nerf them. Also, we're going to change the meta. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's sort of what it feels like. But yeah, anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah, it becomes very easy to overshoot things when you do yeah. these multiple changes and they all and the changes compound on each other, right? Like if you're changing two different things but they don't relate then it's fine, but if you're yeah. change, if you're making uh avenge uh strategies harder or weaker and then you're also nerfing the heroes that were doing better, right? Like you could make them become very very bad, very very um inconsistent and that's kind of the fear i don't really care about these two heroes and i actually yeah. don't like sneed at all so I, you know i could i could be down with sneed zero armor personally you know here but uh <laughs> either way yeah. like you know they, it doesn't affect me too much so maybe that's why i'm not complaining but i, I do I understand what you're saying I think it's a very small thing. Armor in general is not that important, right? Now, now of course, That's the moment, yeah. 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 Right. yeah, yeah. Right now, armor doesn't mean much. So these changes are whatever. Same with the heroes. They get more armor. Uh, Pyramid gets more armor. Sylvanas gets more armor. Probably doesn't make me want to play a Sylvanas. Yeah. And I'm happy to play Pyramid usually. So sure, I'll take a little bit of extra health on Pyramid. But it's hardly going to you know sway me too much. Right. 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 So, yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, moving on to the card changes. So we do have Thorn Captain. Used to be a 4-1, now it's a 4-2, so you get to health buff. You know, like, yep. I mean, I, I've i played with this card, you know, when I stay on one sometimes. And, I, you know, I never keep it into my comp. It's just like a 4-3, no. right? You just have some, like, good turns where you triple, and then it's like, yeah, and then you're like, alright, back to being useless. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah, when you triple, it's like an 816, and you're like, whoa, yeah. this is so good, like, what the... And then, then the next... Card, card, card. Next turn, it's an H4, and you're just like, oh, right. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah so, I, I think this doesn't change too much, it's just like, now, if you would want the 4-2, which probably is a 4-3 if you're buying it, right? you're like, okay, right, I'll take the four or three when it's just better than the other things. Right. But again, this doesn't change much. Right. Uh, Eternal Knight. So it loses one attack. I, I, I'm personally surprised. This is the only thing it had that, that it got. I, I really <laughs> thought it, uh, getting so, two of them on turn two is still so stupid in my opinion. I I played a lot and honestly even the games where I got two of them it's like it wasn't really insta win or any of that. It it's not insta win but it you can level for Yeah, even that, right? People just play it's the card below. People just play Google the Feast and it doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> so, my the the point was that there I guess my point is that there was so much 
dumb shit happening that you're like, I have two eternal nights. And someone's like, I don't give a shit. So it's, there was still a good amount of times where I was in trouble even with, like, okay. I think the only time that I truly felt on top of the world with this shit is if I also had a, I was Vol'jin yeah. and I was just swapping them somewhere else and then they uh, get their stats back, right? Because yeah. it's an aura. I, I will say I found four of them. And okay, uh... <laughs> yeah. Four, that's, you know, so two is decent, right? right I'm not going right, to say right, here right. that you wouldn't want to buy two of right. them. Uh, so obviously four that's twice as good as decent uh, that's pretty yeah, good yeah yeah and it was it was so free i was just like I'm not, i just level i didn't did nothing just level to six what was this um and the like just the first patch uh, when undead were just released no that was or... with this uh this patch see yeah. i think now that would be even stronger just because everything else has been toned down a bit uh, i see what you're saying yeah so like I, I get your point there where now I think if you get two of these, it's it's a bit better because the, the the crazier the meta is, the 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 more you can um just have a good start and be like, I I can't believe this isn't good enough. Right. <laughs> so right, right. uh but yeah, I mean the, the next card, Ghoul of the Feast, is a good example where um there's so many times on um my board that i look at someone and i was like that's a great board but they don't have ghoul of the feast so here you go take it <laughs> or just whatever is like oh we're not afraid of them they don't have a ghoul and then i see someone with this shitty ass board and they have, they have a ghoul, a ghoul. I'm like oh my god they have a ghoul. <laughs> so yeah this this card for me was way 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 more influential than uh, eternal night and I, which is funny yeah yeah go ahead. I, well i think that that makes sense right the card was yeah. nuts and i and i still think it's nuts which is the problem right like i don't think this fixes the the discrepancy between someone with this on the board and someone with this not on the board yeah. it's still like like you always win like essentially i think the uh the main thing this nerf accomplishes it makes it just less of an end game thing because I, I had games in the... Because for, for people who didn't play a lot in the Undead meta, the, the meta was insanely fast. Why is this an Undead in the first place? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's another thing. Right? But, but in a fast meta, scaling gets punished and tempo gets rewarded. So whenever jugglers are doing well, it's a fast meta. Right. <laughs> jugglers are doing real well this patch. We saw a lot of jugglers sneaking into the top four because first of all, it's instant power, and second of all, it's pretty good against tokens, right? So there were a lot of like low health and dead builds you could counter. But Ghoul of the Feast is another example of uh, you just having nothing on your board, but you could just have a golden Ghoul of the Feast and then just like garbage, right? Like Ring, Matron, Icky, Imp, High Main, and then you find yourself in second place, right? Because no one else got a comp together and there's one like undead high roller that's killing everyone and you're just doing all right with your golden ghoul of the feast. And, and I think that that scenario does hurt a lot that you go from three to two, but you're not supposed to build an end game board around the three drop. So I think that's pretty fair uh, that it doesn't do that anymore. The flex would like a word with you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, I think Deflecto is more like requires a support, whereas the ghoul is just like, I am the support. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Deflecto is, I mean, I say this all the time, right? It's broken. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, it's it's like broken, but in a way that kind of suits the game where like, yeah, yeah mechs yeah. needed. Right? Yeah, if mechs don't have Deflecto, yeah, they don't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, why would I ever pick mechs? Uh, but you, you mentioned something, and I think that's really important to focus on is that um while 
because we talk about this sometimes. Oh, you change a one into a two, the thing is suddenly garbage or insane. Um, we did change a three into a two, and that, that's a big change. Uh, but you were overkilling so much in the early game already yeah, that it really yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, if you have to attack you in the early game, and the fact that it's not as dominant in the late game then doesn't really matter too much either because this card is essentially just an enabler that allows you to level. If you have this on your board, you're going to win fights. You can level. You have high tier cards before the other people, and you're in an advantageous position. My opponent's max had like nine health, right? And then this thing has like 17 attack. And I'm just like, okay, now it's 11 attack, and I still, like, nothing is changed. <laughs> Even in the early game, sometimes you went up to like 30 or some shit, right? If you had like oh, two yeah. EKMs or well, stuff. If you have like, Rad Pack or something stupid, yeah. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 Another thing you mentioned is that it buffs itself, mm. which is really the mark of just a really good backline card mm. where um, you have the dinosaur, which also does this. Um, but you have like a good example. Yeah, Croc as well. Well, Croc doesn't buff itself, right? But you but usually have something it. in the back. Yeah, but you can, um, you can compare that to like uh, a light fang or so or a grease spot where you really you know when it's up to the light fang or the grease spot to do the fighting you're like oh crap you remember in when grease spot had divine shield oh it was amazing yeah. right like that's basically goal of the feast too. that's the difference yeah. yeah yeah the grease spot then did damage and then that's the same with the ghoul yeah. yeah so yeah anyways tldr for me is this should have probably been avenge 2 and then either stick with three attack three or attack, do whatever two, yeah maybe something like yeah that because it's um it's just it's like bird buddy vibes but and, you don't have and to do maybe it shouldn't be a type right like bird buddy is not a beast imagine if bird buddy buffed itself, yeah right? like, you know what i mean? think if you turn it into a venge to it might be all right if it's a type but i'm not sure because it yeah. is it is I a start just saying, uh, uh, like nerf the type or events to like one of the two initially yeah, and then yeah. see right like i don't i just don't think this iteration is enough if that makes sense. No, no, I think there's almost consensus when, you know, I talked about this on Twitter a little bit and a lot of people were like, yeah, this this kind of effectively does nothing. <laughs> this nerf, it's like, yeah. it's still going to be a power level machine in the early game. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I hope that they'll be open to just saying like, okay, let's just hotfix because we missed the mark a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, that would be impressive, but I don't know. Can they change numbers and hotfixes? I don't know. I mean, I'd be down for removal. I guess removal wouldn't be the end of the world, huh? Because the, the issue with this is you you want to create as, as good of an environment as possible where people just have a chance to do right? things. Right, and then... It, Exactly, like and 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 it's like Lich Bazile type vibes where oh I fought Lich, oh I fought someone with a ghoul. We want to create at least I would want to create as little instances as possible where people in the early game feel like they're hopelessly behind because they fought X opponent. Mm. And there's a really good chance. So you're conditioned a little bit more to it if you're playing in the undead meta to play around ghoul, which is you just have a bunch of stuff on your board right. so that your stuff can trade with their stuff because they usually have low health. Right. But there are people that will invest into a Wrathweaver, for instance. Oh, and then oh, yeah, they're, yeah, 
their 18 health wrath weaver gets one shot by a fucking bronze ward <laughs> and you're just sitting there like i'm supposed to win the early game with my massive minion but i'm taking I, 15. i spent 10 health on this <laughs> exactly exactly oh, it's um it's that kind of board that really suffers and you can't tell people like, well, no minions over six health. It's too dangerous to invest. <laughs> it's like keep everything low health, spread it out, spread it out, spread it out. Um, just because your opponent might have a ghoul. But that's kind of the strategy early on. You don't really want to invest too much into one minion. Um, so, yeah, it, it just creates this nasty environment where you you can be very far ahead or behind very early on in the game. And that's that's just not a great feeling. I, w- I want to say justice for Wrathweaver needs a buff. Uh, you, you've <laughs> like I'm thinking, when's the last time I played that card? Definitely, I definitely played it a bit in the quest metas. Um, you, but that's that's because I'm yeah, good. I was gonna say you run Vulgin Evil Twin. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Vulgin main. That is true. I play a crap ton of Vulgin, and Vulgin always has a use for Wrathweaver. But it's it's more like the way how you um, just look at it as a pure pure tempo tool. Um, but it is, I think, it is quite specific to double Weaver early, right? It's not like you wouldn't play a single Weaver. It's like you get um, you get those double Weaver shops in the quest meta, and that would allow you to essentially uh, focus on your quest while also winning the fight. Because mm. like you play like two demons, and a lot of people are kind of like you know cycling cards or whatever to complete their quest, so you win with. You know, what if you only demons. take one per two demons, one damage per two demons? Right. I mean, I'd be I'd be down for that kind of stuff where uh, you know if you want to do it like half a health point. Right, per, no, no. Like, it, well, there'd be like a a threshold. Right? A counter, like, right? Counter, yeah. yeah. If you, if you so would, would you take it on the first or the second hit? The second hit. The second. Oh, I guess. So first, oh, I see what you're saying. Huh? That's kind of strong. Point. Okay, the first yeah. hit. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the it's like hit. you take damage and then the next demon's on the house. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. That could be cool. That that because it does feel really bad spending your health on wrath and then in this kind of environment, it's and, and it's you not. Lose. A, yeah, yeah. I. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I you're I'm not too mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not to be able. To, you're not supposed to be able to lose with a Wrathweaver yeah. start, and in this meta, you can absolutely lose. Yeah. So, don't play Wrathweaver in this meta, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole topic in itself. This School of the Feast card, I like it. Yeah, but I, mean, I think this is by far the most important impactful. change. Okay. Yeah, and I think this is the only one where I disagree with really, where I say mm-hmm. they missed the mark. Okay. Uh, the rest, the rest seems pretty good. Puffercrow, two health. Two health. Yep. So now it's a SI Toxman. That's what I think about. That's... All right, it's two six. Yep. Yep. Uh, Toxman. Uh, seems good to or me. I think. Yeah. 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 I think it's. It's, yeah. it's nice. I mean, it died to a bomb before, right? That's kind of stupid. It's so. kind of stupid, yeah. Uh, so, I'm, I'm down I'm, with I'm this. Down. Yep, yep. Uh, Rip Captain. Oh, this is the one where I may have a, I may have a problem with this. Because mm-hmm. when, when, so people don't play this card, and I, you know, I understand that, right? But when people yeah. do actually play this card, it's so toxic because when you win, you win hard. You like your, your minions don't die, and you, you can drain tank people, right? Like, especially if you have the three six, but they remove the three six. But like, yo, before, yo. you know, like theoretically, right? You have <laughs> the yoho, let's just pretend it's still in. 
They attack you with a minion, your Yoho kills something, or, you know, 1-1 one, one and grows. And then they attack again, the Yoho attacks and grows. And then they attack your like, you can't get through this Yoho because it's too, it, it just keeps growing, right? Like, it, you're gonna, especially if you have two Rip Snarls, it's, ah, like, you can't kill anything. You're always taking max damage. So, that's yeah. kind of my issue with buffing this card, is that even though it's, like, not being played, when it does, when it is played and it's played well, uh, it you always deal max damage, right? It's it, everything lives, you know, with a little bit of health, and it's hard for you to kill, kill things. And this thing's in the back, so you know you're taking the four or eight damage on top of the um, your tavern tier. So it's very easy to hit the cap on the max or or go over that. So that's my one problem with a buff like this. I think you're you know you're creating the scenario where oh people are just gonna. You can't counterplay this, right? If if people get two of them, you can't counterplay this. That's that's my yeah. Opinion, so. I think what we're seeing here is a push for mid range pirate to be a thing. Mm. This was also a change to Vanessa, right. and and I agree with you in that Ripsnarl was already really good at doing what it did. Mm -hmm. If you have a pirate board, this is a great card to put on your board in the mid game. Yeah, that's what it did. But is giving it plus three plus three suddenly going to be like? You're gonna be on my board, you know. Turn game. 14, yeah. probably not. <laughs> so I agree in that this change it feels a bit weird because you're just punishing the person that fights patches harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> patches is like, yes, yes, sir. I want these. <laughs> hit me, hit me up with that ripstyle because I I agree, right? The, the the times where you actually have the pirate board are fairly few because it's it's just rare. It's like you went like three on three and you open two salties or something yeah, and then yeah. you go to four and you hit this thing. You're like, okay, whatever. But the amount of times where you actually fit this thing on your board, it's pretty rare. But then when it does happen, you just punish so the opponent. Strong, even yeah. Because you, they were probably already winning if Ripsnow was good on their board. Yeah. So true. now they're just making sure you're taking damage cap. And it's the same thing with Vanessa. Vanessa went from a 1-2 to a 2-2. Two, two. We will cover it later. Um... That just makes the mid-game pirates stronger, but I don't see it suddenly being a thing where you'll keep pirates on your board, especially with the uh, Eliza nerf where uh, Cadgar isn't in anymore, right? So you won't really be able to play... You won't be able to transition into that because you could say all the pirates. Yeah. yeah, so now it's essentially... All these pirates are nice, but do I hit a hogger? Yes or no? If I don't hit a hogger, then what's the point? Yeah. I'm wasting my time here with these pirates. Uh, because... The Vanessa, because the Rip Snarl isn't permanent buffs, so that falls behind like crazy. And, and the Vanessa scaling, just... you know, I'm thinking and... they should add yeah, a man. pirate that only works for Scallywag, like as a cat guard for Scallywag. Like, I do, I trigger Scallywag's extra, <laughs> <laughs> so you can still play the cop, but only use cat that card for that one. <laughs> That's such a waste of triples and such a waste of shops. <laughs> like maybe tack it on to a, a, a low plate pirate or something. Like you can you can only roll it when you have Skellywag on your board. Well, yeah. well, what if you instead of buffing it to plus three plus three, you put it you put that effect on this Ripsnarl. So hey, Ripsnarl Skellywag is now a combo, and then then you can also play the full Exodia pirate if you want to do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, as you can tell, I missed that composition. I miss it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that, that would be, uh, 
that would be interesting. I'd be like, oh, wow, Rip Snow. It's now my new favorite, you know, pirate. Like, ooh, you know, like, oh, Hogger, Rip Snow. Looking Hogger. good. Yeah. You trigger my scallywax an extra time. Every, every, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's the only extra ability. <laughs> I'm like, damn. It does feel, uh, I, I guess, something that will happen, right, is uh, people will have this on their board and then triple into Greta and make this plus six, plus six. <laughs> Which is gonna That's be such true. nasty tempo, That's right? So Triple into Greta and just rip snarl for a turn. So, yeah, I mean, in in the end, right? The Blizzard philosophy is: Are you playing this stuff? No, we'll make it stronger. And then if you're not gonna play it, we'll make it even stronger. And it was just like, there's gonna be a point where you're gonna want to play it, right? So we'll see whether the break point has been reached for some more mid range players. If, if it was plus four, plus four, I'd probably be. It already. It's. I mean, it's so dumb. It's so dumb, over. right? Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, I bet you could start forcing it. Like, it'd be that good. Like, uh, let's just. No. I mean, we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely pick this up at some point because I tend to have Peggy right in a more balanced meta. So, I'll try that. Speaking but, of yeah. Peggy, yes, master of, of realities. Now you can talk about this initially. Cause I have to use uh, real okay. quick and, uh, but yeah, I, I yeah, exactly what you're gonna say. So cool. yeah, I Collins Collins knows my playbook right very well. So indeed, when Master of Realities is uh, announced as a four drop, this just absolutely reminds me of Peggy because the the three card combo that already existed but was harder to do because one card was on tier five, mainly Master of Realities, is you have a Peggy, you have a Ball of Minions, and you have a Master of Realities. So every time you buy a card, the Ball of Minions is a pirate, so it gets triggered uh, for the Peggy buff. But it's also an elemental, so it buffs your Master of Reality. So just imagine someone that stays on Tier 4 with zero triples has two Master of Realities, two Peggies, and a Ball of Minions. <laughs> you cycle one scout, and you're just like, boom! <laughs> the board just explodes with stats. <laughs> so yeah, there. this is definitely something that benefits uh, Tier 4 uh warriors i guess where you just bunker down and buff up and then um magma lock was moved to tier five which i think is the obvious reply to this you can't have both masters of realities and magma lock on on four because then essentially you wouldn't have to roll peggy and a ball of minions magma lock is like a peggy and a ball of minions combined uh sort of of course peggy is still very nice with blood gems and you know cards to the hands but for the most part magma lock is is absolutely busted with this um, so yeah, this this definitely opens up some more mid-range tier four strategies where you can try to then triple into the things that make it even stronger. So brand is also nice. Obviously, Magma Lock is the uh is the main one. Um yeah, I, I don't hate this. Um we're gonna move on to the next one here. So we're moving on. Drag. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. No, no, no. I want to talk about master realities. You missed your window, Collins. I'm sorry. I filled it all the time with Pit Oh, nice I see why. I, oh, you don't want my response. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. I actually think that this is problematic <laughs> of a change. I, I think um, they're, they're maybe undervaluing how good Master of Realities can be, right? especially with Peggy's and, and Ball of Minions. The... Mm -hmm. They they did move magma lock right so like that that scared yeah. me initially when I was reading it down yeah, the list right I was like what you can't do this like this is, this. you can't do that that's illegal 
<laughs> but but then they they at least move magma lock up but you can like it doesn't mean you can't get magma lock right so you you add magma lock on this well true but you're that's that's the same as it is now yeah though, yeah right? yeah yeah for sure like for you sure. can get and, and it's obviously way better to get the magma lock earlier first, first, i agree but, yeah. i agree but yeah yeah but but still like if you know you're playing master realities you can put get the synergy for that and then the magma lock just uh if you know Slide exponentially right makes it a lot better so yeah. and it also means now you don't have to like level for this card right you can stay on four you can do things with like party elemental you can do things with peggy uh if you have ball right you open up the other the other synergies with the dragon uh what's the the two five and you, you you've done this you know what i'm talking about so yeah yeah well smuggler yeah well smuggler yeah that that's that was really a splitting image kind of like the evil twin <laughs> one giga unit too. so i i'm i'm apprehensive of like whether this will be balanced uh at all you know i'm i'm wondering like after the meta settles and like things are things are more in a balanced state like i wonder like how good will master realities be in the meta so I, I will say that it was such an easy Leroy slash Queen target yes. before. Yes, but right now in, in Undead meta, people aren't really like focusing on that, right? So you can kind of like, you might be able to sneak it in, right? Where people aren't yeah. aware. Um, the question is like in the future, like how does it, how does it play? But also like you can also play, uh, you know, you can have these big guys and then you play your own Leroy your Leroy Mantis and, and deal with that too. For sure. So. And and you know the counter is you taunt your whole board and you pray, but that is that does require a lot of resources. Mm. Like it's a lot of gold to yeah. you know, get a sparing partner one by one. Yeah. So uh, I'm just I'm just not too sure that this is a great change or like healthy like oh long term. Like right now in mm. undead meta maybe it doesn't matter as much because people aren't focusing. But I think like what if the meta is healthier and more compositions are viable this might be like a really dominating way to play so would you feel the same if magma lock weren't a card no i would feel i would feel more okay with this change if magma lock yeah. wasn't a card but the fact that magma lock like it, every card you play like and it just synergizes very easily uh, mm -hmm. uh it just kind of turns this into like a, a power spike as well as like the ma the magma lock already is also insane and then you get you can get two of these on top of it so yeah it's it's a scary it's a scary one i do i do agree that the without magma lock i'd feel more okay about um this change but with the magma lock in it's a little scary i'll take a small break here to welcome the rdu raid hey, hey. everyone Hey, thank you for the raid. Much appreciate. We're going over the patch uh, somewhat. I'm talking about how Master Rally is a horrible card and should get be getting nerfed in the next patch. Isn't that right, Shady? No? You know, <laughs> I, I think that you're you're taking it out on the wrong card. I think you should be taking it out on Magma Lock. Mag we're I, getting I, there. We're, we're going to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I'll save it. Yeah. But yeah, def definitely... I'm a little concerned about this one at the moment. Absolutely. There's there's potential. I would say there's two main heroes that really abuse this card, and it's Millhouse and Gallywix, because mm -hmm. 
they're just so insanely good at playing cards and that both benefits that Peggy engine and the uh, Magma Lock. So I think for most other heroes, it's fine it's where you fun. create a big mm-hmm. guy. Um, but yeah, with Millhouse, it's like, hey, it's 300, 300. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's 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 just huge. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so we can move on. It's, it's just something we're going to have to find out how the meta evolves and how easy you can counter it with Leroy. Yep. Next up, we have Anubarak. So used to be tier 5, uh, 5 attack. Your undeads have 2 attack for the rest of the game, wherever they are. Now, wait for a chance. It's a tier 4, 4 attack. But now your undeads have 1 attack for the rest of the game. So it went from 2 attack to 1 attack. Job's done. We've solved undead. It's over. They never. They can't recover from this. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I think overall it's a good change for sure. Um, so <clears throat> right now you can get a Nubarak more consistently mm. and earlier, but it's only half the scaling. Right. So I think what this creates is an environment where more people have a chance at playing that composition. Mm. And it's within reason where you don't just create tokens that cannot be tanked because that's not really the point of tokens. The point of tokens is... I'm going to deal with poison. I'm going to deal with shields, right? I'm going to deal with low health minions. That's the point of tokens. The point of tokens isn't 300 health, no problem. My guy is going to true shot that. Right? That's that's a token is not supposed to look at a 300 health minion and be like, no problem, boss. Like, <laughs> like that is not a thing that should be possible. But with old Anubarak, that was very possible, where you would just get it early, and then you get a Titus, and then you get a soul, a soul splitter. Uh, and and you would just have because there there is this natural rock paper scissors game going on where you have stats that are weak to poison and then poison is weak to tokens and then tokens is weak to stats. So copium. the token player, copium. yeah, <laughs> copium, right? That was that was not true in the last expa- the last meta. Last meta is tokens beat everything. They have a bazooka. Is yeah, everything is it's like. Like, tokens always win, right? No more rock, paper, scissors. It's just like rock, paper, scissors, token always win. So, the um, yeah, I like this because this this makes it healthier where it's easier to get the Anubarak and you can build a more reasonable board that will still do the job of tokens. But you don't really reward the one high roller that gets the Anubarak early because it was a lot, um, it was a lot harder to get here. <clears throat> Well, there's actually a comment in chat about this, which is a perfect example. Am I going to have saying, to start reading chat now? Oh my God. No, 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 no. Oh. It's just saying like, oh, everything is weak to Leroy and Queen. And that's the great example is tokens absolutely destroy Leroy Queen boards where, you know, like one gas coiler can kill like two Leroy's and maybe half a Queen or a whole Queen. So it's it's a great example how tokens really have that place where they counter this low health poison bullshit, right? Like, you can you can remember those boards where you just have like a bunch of toxins on cold light sears and everything has like eight health and you destroy someone that's playing whatever right cool board yeah and then you know one reborn coiler kills four minions yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so that, that there's a good dynamic right you want to have a counter to a counter to a counter but yeah when the tokens get so powerful suddenly they defeat their counter and that's that's not okay. So I think it's a great change. I don't think we want to have this, you know, millions attack. Well, I'm over exaggerating, but 50 damage on the token was extremely achievable yeah. with Old Nubarak. 
and and i think that we definitely you know we want to step away from that where it's not so easy to just make 50 damage on your tokens so i i was memeing the change right two to attack jobs done but i actually think it did help right like i do agree with you and that um you kind of need titus now like it's almost a requirement if you want to be getting to the the summons of old where you're getting like 50 attack summons where you kind of need the the titus super early and if you really want the like the nuts you also need the soul splitter and then you also need the soul splitter to hit the a new brag right so that either means you're not running a ton of non reborns or uh you know you have enough soul splitters or you have enough a new brags right because you have two you could have two where it 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 uh it scales like you know consistently to the numbers of old and and that's a lot more pieces than like just needing a new brack soul splitter or something like, or like it, it it used to be that if you had the new brack you could get the other pieces pretty easily and consistently now you can get the new brack pretty easily but the other pieces are more like of a requirement or like they're harder to accomplish or to put in without feeling the pressure of like oh I yeah you'll scale fast enough you'll, you'll have a humble comp if you don't mm -hmm. You know, instantly get the Titus and the Solspider and yeah, stuff, yeah. And, and I think that's good. That's a good uh, solution. So it ended up being like okay. I was a little worried that even one attack would not be enough, but the pace of the game kind of prevents that. I, I would say like people scale fast enough that it cut it in half is pretty yeah. pretty brutal. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it was too good before. So I think cut it in half is fair. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course. I, I think it's justified. Like I said, I also like that they lowered it a tier. I think if you keep it at five you kind of kill it off the archetype. It so i think right now it's an archetype i think you can play it like in a nubarak tokens that's still fine like if you get two anubaraks early like that's totally fine just run with that right. you could play that that's not a problem yeah I do agree with that so ended up being fine with the change i thought, I thought when i read it i was like oh this isn't this might not be enough but Playing with it is a different beast, and you know, like you have to compete with everything else. That's the problem, right? So, a change like yeah. this is very impactful. Well, put it this way: you're not buying this on tier six most of the time. No, it's Whereas too late. New... Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, all the new brackets still buy on tier six a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, Magma right. lock. Uh, next up, so we talked about this a little bit earlier. It used to be a tavern tier four plus one plus one or one one one. Now it's a tavern tier five. It's a three three, so it just got plus. It got two two in free stat shading. That's crazy. That's how, bullshit. How it was already strong, and now they're buffing it. Now I, they're buffing it. How how dare they buff this card? It's insanity. Uh, I mean, this card is nuts. Nah. This card this is. is this, I mean, this was. Uh, it is funny because the master change is up first. Right. So you're like, this is this is enemy. not okay. Yeah, yeah. You see this, yeah. you're like, how can they do this? Magma like, you're just is... gonna go on four now and hit Magma Lock and Master, yeah. but yeah, they're like, oh, okay, this is a five now. Yeah. Mm, okay, whatever, it's fine. It's uh, I think this card still just has it's something you gotta watch out for. I think if you're a balancer, if you're a developer, because the uh, yeah the potential for abuse is so high where you're playing Nilas or Galley. Uh, or just anyone that's having a great game, right? Um, you can also use Seafood Chef on this to just insta golden it, which absolutely why is Seafood brings Chef still in the game. I have to I, yes. every time I have to ask, like, why is it in the game? Like, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Card is too nutty. 
like it does too many things for for ever for any comms that can run it i just don't understand that uh and it gives you free six tier six rerolls i just like i don't i don't i don't see it i don't see the reason why it's still alive it, it really rewards the person that can Get kind of push six, that yeah. snowball to six yeah because sifu chef back when amalgadon was a card it was mm -hmm. just the ultimate snowball thing uh but yeah anyways it's We'll see. I mean, as as stupid as a lot of magma lock boards were, just because of how strong the Anubarak token buffing was, you would very often be able to kill off the big ass magma lock with your tokens. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is even more stupid. Right? It's like I don't know what's more stupid. The fact that I can make this thing or the fact that you can kill this thing. <laughs> I wanna I, guess I wanna yeah. throw something out that might be controversial, chat. Magma lock, best card in the set. What do you think about that? I think if we're taking all factors into account, that's still it's still say it's cool. It's just because how go the feast dude. That's a that's a good one. Okay, I, I thought you, like I thought you were gonna go Blanche on me. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the meta the meta was actually pretty slow at the start because people were figuring it out. Right. So like half my games were Theodore Blanche and I was just winning. Right. But then everybody sped up and I was like, I can't play Theo anymore. <laughs> I'm dying. <Right>. So <laughs> yeah, Blanche lost a lot of value for me because okay. I couldn't. I couldn't buff it anymore. Now, I, I think if you're just looking at like win rates and stuff, I think it's like cool. Yeah, I could. Which is like the boring answer. That, but it's you just know like, what? Well, that that might be correct. <laughs> I, you're damn. I wanted to do something nice. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> but I think that's the only card we both just very, very solidly agree on. I was like, this didn't get nerfed enough. Yeah. So it makes sense that you say, oh, this is probably the strongest card. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But I think Magma Lock is very good, very strong, regardless. And uh, definitely can be a win condition in the zone if you get two of them or gold in them or play seafood. Or, you know, it it just becomes. This, this I would say this depends a little bit on how um, common poison is in the meta. Mm. Right. If, right if now, poison, yeah. I mean, is like wasn't exactly. as common, but maybe as it, you know, it grows. The thing is, like the poison are just hitting your, um, they're just hitting your master of reality, right? Like, <laughs> you know, well, I mean, if we if we think back on you know like only like one or two metas ago, it's extremely common for there to be five oh, or six. Five, you think they're gonna have five or six poisons? With no, yeah, five poisons because there's also a golden selfless and a baron. You know, <laughs> you gotta make some space for that. So yeah, versus versus that board, magma lock is completely useless and you'd mm. much rather have like a cyclone that already has shield or a cleave uh, elemental so that's why i said where if if people are running poison a lot and there's easy access to poison this card loses a lot of its punch but it still carries your mid game hard where you're just you know because in the mid game people don't have it ready yet and then you just value trade and you win so yeah i mean agree it's a very strong card but i think it's also going to be meta dependent and in in a meta where tokens are super uh, prevalent, like right now with Undead, it's it's hard. Like you don't really want to put a puffer quill on your board, for instance, because you're like, well, this is gonna die to like a hand of the Forsaken token or whatever it's called. Uh, that's not a good trade. So, but yeah, whatever. We we can move on. But just to say that it's pretty meta dependent for me. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, I, I'm down for that. Uh, next up, we have Soul Splitter. So Soul Splitter used to be a tier, Tower Tier 4, 4 attack, 2 health. Now it's Tower Tier 5. And it got an extra attack, but that doesn't really matter. It's it's Tower Tier 5 now. So I think this was... 
Uh, also necessary change this card is too good. Um, they didn't uh, remove the reborn taggers, which I was suggesting, but yeah, uh, you know, I I think this is okay. Like you, you don't, it's it's now uh, as uncommon enough that it, it's kind of okay. Where before, as uh, on Tavern Tier Four, you could get it so often. So I'm not uh, I'm not too sad about this particular change. I I agree with this. I, I, there's also a change coming up right at the end. Where this def definitely affects Soul Splitter and how how valuable Soul Splitter is, so oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. So we'll cover that. But it's it's uh, I think it's a good change. Yeah. It's it was too easy, as you said. Um, like you triple into an Anubarak, like you wouldn't be able to put both Anubarak and Soul Splitter onto your forward. That'd be really dumb because. Right. Then you you kind of unnerf a new uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's like oh, you 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 basically spawn with reborn. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like this because it's still. I think if you make this card non-reborn, suddenly it's really it's not that great. Right? It's like do you even want to play it? At yeah, point? yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like then I then I'd rather just play actual reborns. You know. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, especially it's, with uh, some of the changes. Yeah. All right, next up, we do have the Pirates Love. Vanessa Van Cleef is getting an extra health every time it attacks. So it used to be whenever it attacks, you get two plus two plus one. Now you get plus two plus two. So that's extra health. That's big. You know what we say about health. It's big. It's good. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm playing this now. You know what I mean? Like, I might run it for a turn and then sell it again. So, I, I don't. So this is this is exactly the same as a rip snarl. Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, I right. don't think this is going to change when I play Vanessa. Mm -hmm. It's just going to make it better when I play. When I play it, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think this is going to achieve. I, I, I'm assuming that their goal is to push mid range pirates a bit. Patches say. is eating good tonight. Yeah. Or yeah, Patches is loving this. Yeah. Uh, if you just happen to have a board full of pirates, Vanessa is amazing. I will say you give this yeah. Wind Fury kind of good. You you give this thing Wind Fury, yeah. so maybe a Nagas, Naga Van Cleef, or you're playing Alakir. I guess would also be because then you get Divine Shield. But, it's hard, right? It's hard. No, I know. How do you get? You have that? to keep in mind though, like how long is that good? It's great in the mid game, but then all of a sudden. You move towards the late game. It's like, do you really want to dedicate a board slot to Vanessa? I ba I'm basically getting uh, what's that six drop, the taunt one. I'm basically getting that effect every turn. You know, it's that's kind oh of, the, the the fort. Yeah, the fort. I'm basically getting a fort buff every turn. That's kind of good. Yeah, but then you have to run other pirates as well. But pirates are amazing. You know, the pirate with divine shield. The yeah, the, with, with the, the clean fire, <laughs> fire to divine, the poison fire. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are awesome. I played them all the time. Yeah. It's no, so, it's so yeah, fun. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, this, that, is, this is the issue, right? right. Sorry, you finished. No, no that's good, that's good. That, no, you're go for it. That's completely my all point. right. My uh, my my point here is that. It's good, but at some point you start selling your pirates because it just makes sense. Because no no matter how nice it is to have the Vanessa and the Rip Snarl on the board, at some point you're gonna want to have either you know Hogger and you move into Peggy and Salty or whatever, or you didn't hit Hogger and then you're gonna either play Theodar or you're gonna play a dinosaur with some tokens because you're dying, or 
you're going to have a brand and like ball of minions and some buffs or whatever. But the, the pirate buffing is just not going to keep up with more conventional scaling. Now, again, I think if you have glow scale and the wind fury guy, but then you think about that compared to what a cleave does, it's like my Vanessa is scaling. It's like my cleave would have killed half their board already by now. Whereas the Vanessa removed the divine shield and then hit their top. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's just a pretty big difference. I just don't see it being enough to make it a comp. I guess that's yeah. the short version. Yeah. You, you do bring, there's no payoff for mid game pirates essentially is, is what we're saying where some, some comps where they have mid game there, there is a payoff in like cleave or divine shield, you know, like deflecto mid game, right? You got the, the, the shield and then the shield can reset and things like that. Or if you're playing like, uh, what's another like juggler mid game, right? That you you're dealing a lot of damage and you're you're messing with their composition and, and how what they can play right so so there's not really a, a a payoff here there's no like divine shield you that you can abuse or the like the payoff is like I hope I kill you fast enough like before you get to do anything well so. I, again I will put it here that I think if you get this early enough and you it's, have it on a board of pirates yeah, it's, it's good. really yeah, yeah, it's strong really good yeah. You just end up selling it. Like I, I had a, I, actually one of the most painful examples of this is I was playing Toki, uh -huh. and I think through some freak accident, I had like two Vanessas by I don't know, like turn five or something, something involving a faces where I evolved Vanessa, and then either I evolved another Vanessa or I did something where I like leveled fast and rolled. But I, I had like just an, I think I had four minions on my board. Yeah, yeah, I think I had four minions on my board. Double Vanessa, double faces. And that's about as early as you could possibly get to Vanessa's, right? So that was obviously insanely good. Uh, but yeah, several turns later, it was like, I guess I sell you for a soul splitter now. <laughs> it's just really sad because it, it was just not an archetype on its own that can that can provide uh, the win condition. So, but yeah, great tempo card. And that's that's another thing where not every card needs to be a, a card that has to make it to the last board. I think it's perfectly fine to have cards that you transition out what, of. What if, hear me out, what if they're Tavern Tier 5? Huh? What do you think about that? <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they should be good enough to keep, no? Okay. I, Wait, I just, you said Tavern Tier 5. What if they're Tavern Tier 5? Yeah, you know, I, I feel like if you're a Tavern Tier 5, Tavern Tier 6, you should be able to keep them. You know, like, maybe... Right, you mean like any card that's a five star or a six star, like uh, and as like a key card for a comp, like I've, you know, it's kind of sad that you can't I mean, keep. You have stuff like Mecha Jaraxxus, right? So... Mecha Jaraxxus, you can keep. It's that's a, a core card. Yeah, that's, that's uh, come on, mess. it's Mecha Jaraxxus. Of course, look you at can. that body, that that three fifteen body. That's it's so big. Time. You know, he's so tall. <laughs> I mean, come on, what do you think? <laughs> All right. Anyways, enough about Vanessa. Sure, I sure. think it's not a huge thing for the meta. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on, we've got Cyborg Drake. So, uh, used to be two attack, eight health, divine shield. Your divine shield means have eight attack. Now it gets two more health, so it's two attack, ten health. Divine Shield, but your Divine Shield minions only have 8 attack instead of 10, so a little bit of a nerf, but I don't know if it's like you know, it, I don't think it, I think it's still really good, you know what I mean like, I, you, could, yeah. you, could argue, you could argue this is a buff, you really could, like, yo, 10 attack, like, 10 attacks is like, too much, so 8 attack is like, just as good, and then you get 2 more health, 
That's way better. No, Obviously, it's, it's, it's not a book. It's not, yeah, right? it's not a book. Yeah. <laughs> but you it's could, like, you could you argue could, it. You <laughs> could argue word. it's a buff for the turn it comes down. Fine. If it's the only Divine Shield. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. But no, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I, I think we both think very similarly about this card, whereas the, like, this card is just the victim of the meta. Yeah, it will end up being a problem if the meta is healthy. Yeah, yeah. The the moment it's not tokens everywhere, yeah. suddenly it's like, oh, divine shields are pretty good again. Yeah. Uh, people have just regular minions I can trade into. Let me just, you know, juice up my because you have two of these guys on the board plus sixteen, plus 16 attack to every divine shield. Yeah. That's, that's like, <laughs> excuse me, when you have this good good setup where you're either playing, you know, your own dark gaze, or you're playing Theodore, or you're you're just ready to start scaling, and then you hit someone with Ground Shaker, and you're just like, oh no, and he kills you because it's too strong. That's this, right? But then Ground Shaker for Divine Shields. So that's so annoying where you just have a regular board and you're about to get huge, but you take 15 because, you know, their minions are insane. And then that's kind of the vibe you get with this card. I don't like cards that are tanky also being high tavern tier. Like, I, I don't know about that. I, this has nothing really to do with Cyber Drake, you know, but like, I don't like when, oh, I... My card is strong, and how it's strong, it doesn't die because they have shield or whatever. Mm, but then right. it's also a tier six minion. So if I barely beat you, I'm dealing 12. You know what I mean? Like, because I. Yeah, that, yeah. What's, what's another card like that? I mean, there's obviously Coiler, which is really dumb, where right. it pops. What's uh, another card that just survives? I guess Sister kind of survives. Sister survives. Uh, what's the other Divine Shield mech that I hate? Mecha, 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 yeah, mechano, whatever. Holy mackerel, that whatever mackerel, that yeah, mackerel, yeah, yeah, yeah. That card, I, uh, it's it, it cheeses you and then it hits you for fifteen. I mean, stop it, dude. I'm worried he's already dead. And that's that is so true. And I mean, this is a little, it's it's on topic, but that's why when you see someone that went three on three, because mm. sometimes you have to choose when you're gonna sandbag around, right, right, and. Like, let's say the seven gold round, that's a really bad round to sandbag versus someone who went three on three, because mm -hmm. then you lose, it's like three drop, three, three drop, three drop. Your yeah. face is three cool. stars as well. Yeah. So you just take so much damage. So yeah, that, that that's just part of the game where you have to see who you can lose to. And and yeah, when you have cards like Cyborg Drake or um, you know, Sister, that if you lose to that person, you know you're taking a lot of damage. So yeah, kind, kind of random. Yeah, I guess. They have a thousand attack health battle master, and I can't beat it. Oh well, here's yeah, 15. that's really annoying. Or even worse, when the one when the battle master goes down to one health, what you still uh, I hate all, dude. Get me, out. <laughs> Get me out, dude. I'm about those to are, happen. Those are the worst fights. So you just sit there being like, I guess I just take one quarter of my uh, life total. Uh, 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 I we're going after, but like especially when it's like a 50 50 hit. Like okay, either go left and I take six damage or go right and i'm taking 13 or something or worse Ooh. right they have like a coiler already so it's like oh well if they go right that's gonna pop and it could be like 18 damage and i was like god does it go right and you're just like why i just took 12 extra damage for no reason it's like I, oh. it, this happened earlier where i was the villain in that case where i had a, <laughs> I had a dinosaur build with coiler and i dealt 30 to someone that had 28 health <laughs> And they killed most of my actual units. It's just that the coiler popped and just destroyed him. <sighs> and his 
And that was a great point where I said, they're like, guys, why do tokens deal what? damage? Thank you. Why do tokens deal damage? <laughs> like, I dealt, I dealt 30 damage to this person with 28 health, and they killed most of my actual units. <laughs> Almost everything that was alive was reborn or death rattle or something. Uh, anyway, like, we've, we've talked about that topic. Yes, Carla reborn, and they killed the oh, stone. Yeah. But like Dinosaur with reborn, right? Yeah. Like, you kill the first half, but the second half is still dealing six to you. Yeah. Doesn't matter that you kill the first half. All right, let's go, Blanche, because we're going to talk. We're going to keep talking. <laughs> so, Blanche, I. I personally don't think this solves anything for Blanche, right? Like the what? Like it's not the Blanche itself that got nerfed. It's maybe the pieces around it. But you can still play Blanche scaling like Dioza or Brand Buffett or whatever. Yeah. So I still think I, this card is strong. I think you treat this card sort of like a Myrmidon, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, three-three yeah. knockout. Yeah, yeah. It's like you play that card if you have the Uther, if you have the setup for it. Mm the gem transfer to Uther, right, to right. whatever you're going to do to make it big. It's not like you're going to put it on your board unless you're like tripled into it in your Reno or whatever, and, you know, like or whatever, I'll hero power it. But most of the time, you buy that card when you have the setup for it, and it's yeah. the same with Blanche. Yeah. The, the one thing I will say is that it just makes it more punishing to buy it early, so it is going to affect the win rate of the card. But when someone would make it problematic by say for instance theodar and you have two blanches that's mm. insanely good right. especially if you have a glow scale as well because right. the thing actually reborns with divine shield so that that changes nothing right like yeah. you don't care like oh they're they're 25 25 blanche you could have been a 26 26 blanche it's like that doesn't matter mm. so yeah i agree it's it's not really uh it's gonna lower the win rate of the card a bit right. but it's not really gonna affect what it what the card actually does. Yeah, people who are using this card well don't care about this change. And the people that are using this card well, I don't want to fight you. Like stop. It's crazy. Uh, so we got like a 90 health divine shield reborn flash. Yeah. Those, those are the those are the games. But yeah, definitely a strong card. I you know I would keep my eyes on this one in particular and see how people use it. Like your stats might be weird, but I would just look more keep an eye on on the card itself i mean same thing with like cyborg Drake and, and whatnot uh toxfin so toxfin going down from tier six all the way down to tier five that's crazy it definitely didn't belong on six i feel i don't know i didn't like it i like obviously it changed the meta and maybe that was fun but like hitting a toxfin on six just i never i i ne it never went away that i was not happy like i never went away i was like i still don't like this i'm not even playing Toxfin anymore in undead meta, so it's just useless. I, I really wasn't a big fan of it, so I'm more okay with it on tier five. Definitely feels more manageable that I can make more poisons. Um, I don't know if this is a solution, but it's currently what we have, and I don't like the things I don't play. I I don't know if I picked this since undeads have dropped right so i can't tell you like how good or bad it is like i just haven't touched the card since undeads yeah. happened so i have no idea but this card is a similar story to the cyborg drake where it just wasn't the meta for toxfin mm. it wasn't the meta for cyborg drake so i liked the tier six toxfin in the last few weeks of the quest meta or last right. few days i don't know how long toxfin was on six um but that doesn't say much about this meta of mm -hmm. course because that was just such a big difference 
overall, I don't mind this because in general, having poison, especially with Honcho not being a card anymore, mm -hmm. it's harder to just cheese very high health Murlocs. You know where I put the Toxin on? Magma lock, and I'm just like, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point of this? Yeah, I know. Right? It's like, well, I guess I'm playing a card. Yeah. Plus two, plus two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I played Primal Fit and I hit the Tox Fit. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I guess so. Like, yeah, and it just like feels so pointless. <laughs> That's what happens to me. That's my experience of Tox Fit so far. But uh, other than that, I don't, I don't really know. Um, but, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's. I think for the most part it's good because it just makes poison more accessible, which means, especially if you're going to have a tier four master of realities, realities yeah. you gotta be a you know you gotta equip the people with some poison because that shit's really dumb, right? You know, master of realities just gets bigger than normal units. So if you can't use poison or Leroy or whatever to counter that, then yeah, that's gonna make it pretty crazy. The the other thing is that now that they have five types in five types out right that's like half the game's no murlocs once undead get rotate normally right. right like five in five out so before it was just like oh it's a no murloc game whereas now you have five in five out it's like well half the games are no murloc games yeah there, so, there is that one crowbar naga that's a poison yeah. but it requires setup yeah. right and it's, it's not it's not easy and it's a specific card it's and not you like you can use it to poison your other quill board, right, right. So, I yeah. I would like the um that card to have the uh what's the the permanent if it's golden that the the two drop yeah. quillbore has I would like that effect on it as well. Wait, what do you mean? So the two drop five three right? If you put a gem cool. on it, it doesn't get removed on at the end of the turn, and it, it just becomes a permanent divine shield unit. Mm -hmm. right? I would like that effect on the puffer coil where. If it's golden, it, then you could. It has that, right? Does it? I've never, yeah. I've never goldened it. <laughs> I see you play. I see you play with this card all the time. Uh, I've never goldened it. Okay, you're right. <laughs> it's on the text right there. It's fine. We'll uh, post production. We'll, it's we'll actually it out. there. Don't worry. You're right. It's, it's actually okay. there. Oh my god. <laughs> I've, I've never the, goldened the, this the main, card. The main reason I know that is I, I play with Greta quite a lot, right? Okay. So. I uh, I just but the, the the funny thing with Greta is you throw the gun on it and then it's not poison yet because it's like it became the golden version right. so you got to throw the gun on it and then a gem or something and then it's fine huh yeah I've played with this card a decent amount I've never noticed that okay that's my bad my bad chat I ignore <laughs> me please uh, right. moving on grease yeah. bud <laughs> after a friendly minion loses a mind shield. Uh, instead of plus two plus two permanently, it's getting plus three plus two permanently. So this kind of change makes me sad, honestly, because I feel like you know you're not doing anything really. Like it. it oh, I, I thought you were going to say it makes me sad because someone might play a mackerel. So, well, <laughs> that's fair, but I, I I just don't think you're doing anything. I think either you wanted to nerf it like make it two plus two plus one and then give it back to divine shield or you would lower its tavern tier and not make it a six drop anymore because it definitely doesn't feel like a six drop really uh when you play it and and the reason why it used to be good was that it it had consistency when you played it it would scale itself and you wouldn't it wouldn't get one shot or sniped immediately and then you'd yeah. lose the game off of that so 
just feels like you know it's bad, but then you don't want to like make it good. You know, you just want to like pretend that you're fixing it. So, see what well, it was a big problem when it had Divine Shield. Yeah, right? I agree. They so, scared of that, right? They they gotta be like, well, we can't give it shield again because it was really dumb. Ah! And it was right. I, I remember. I think we played the uh, Twitch Rivals on that patch, right? I yeah. think that was the Green Spot patch. Yeah, yeah. Which, funny enough, in the tournament, it was actually not that good because everyone was People so good. Playing, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but ladder was essentially get a Green Spot win the game. Win, yeah. So that was that was so dumb. So I don't mind them being cautious with this. And honestly, this feels a little bit like that Rip Snow buff, that Vanessa buff. Like, hey, we're just gonna increase these numbers until you play with it. <laughs> What and, number I mean, would be enough? Exactly. Right? There is a breakpoint where you start playing Grease Pot again. And you know, we'll we'll see what three two looks like. Plus four but, plus three. Hmm. Well, we, we talked I think four three. That's kind of dumb though, right? Imagine three, Mecro. Three, three, a macro getting four three every time he gets hit. It's three, already three, maybe. three two is already really dumb on a macro. It's just that you need you need to set up for it now. So... Yeah, I mean, Mecro, Mecro is a dumb card in itself, right? Like, I would say, like, it's not the Grease Bots problem. It's a Mecro problem. The card needs to be removed is what I would say. But uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if Mecro weren't a thing, then suddenly you can start to think about oh, maybe right. a Divine Shield Grease yeah. Bot. That's not... Remove Necro. I'm, I'm down for that petition. You know, the card's <laughs> still stupid. Uh, but, yeah, definitely this iteration I don't think is enough to make people play it. Yeah, it shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll uh, we'll see what happens, but it shouldn't matter. I want divine shield back and, and plus two plus one, maybe plus one plus one. Be super safe. Plus one plus one. Be, yeah, yeah. Start out real slow, right? Because <laughs> it's not seeing play, so you know, maybe with that it might see some play, and then like if it's too bad, then two plus one, and then if that's too bad, then I'm not buffing it. <laughs> After that, like it's under, it was one I'm done. You know, I'm not giving it any worse. I mean, I'll, I'll probably try it out. Like, who knows? Maybe three, two just pushes it over the edge. Yeah, we'll good, see. good luck. I'm not, I'm you're... not, I'm not doing that. You're not um, touching it. No. Okay, so Fell Stomper, they're buffing this card, so it's going from seven health to eight health. Oh wait, no, I forgot to read the, the whole end. thing. Uh, end of the... After yeah. you summon a minion combat. Uh, give it three attack. It's changing to after you summon a minion combat, give it two attack. So you are losing seven attack, six attack every time. Um, but yeah, I, I still think this card is pretty solid, still good. What I used to think about it like every time you uh, you summon a minion in combat, it's like all of your minions get a juggler proc, right? Like that's how I would think about it. Like that's kind of insane. Yeah, it's it's not the same, right? But like, yeah, yeah like that's that's one. low HP, but it's more like ground shaker, right? Right now, it's just every time you summon, it's a ground shaker proc. Mm. That's 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 a lot of ground shaker procs. That is a lot of ground shaker procs, and and you you could win comps with this before, like just just running like golden fell uh, fell stomper. I don't know afterwards if that's as consistent or as common. Uh, but I definitely know before you could with plus three attack you could win comps with this, uh, especially with all. You mean stuff. you win uh, win a lobby? Win a lobby, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, no, I, I I won lobbies myself playing Fell Stomper. It's 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 like when the undead guy didn't get a high roll, right? It's like okay, I, I can take him. When Putricide uh, was eighth, you're like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
That is, uh, that's true. Ha- have you played some future sites since the patch or not? Yeah, I have. It's, Did it go well? It, yeah, there's there's still too many stupid options, I, I would say. Um, like, you, you, you still need to get to six, right? Like, that's, that's, yeah. hasn't changed. Like, if you do, like, the options are still very dumb. Like, it's, it's obviously not, uh, absorb every death rattle dumb but yeah it's still like reborn divine shield like when the reborn also you hit divine shield reborn it's like why why does it come out with 17 attack divine shield reborn like what is that? like why is that okay and then it's always a six drop so i you know even if they barely beat me i'm taking 12 every time so it's like ah, i can't you know i can't lose a fight the amount of times that a future side dealt like 24 to me because yeah. it's like six drop six drop six yeah. drop face yeah, it's, uh, that's true. Yeah, my my previous side games were also good. I mean, we'll talk about it with the last minion, I guess. But I guess the the conclusion for Fell Stomper is that it was really insane before, and now it's probably just strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. I I, I I think that's it's not it's not as problematic as Ghoul. I think just because Ghoul hits it's so early, early, yeah, and it's so determining who is going to do well and who doesn't. Because by the time people have Fell Stomper, you've had a little time to build your own comp. Mm-hmm. With Ghoul, you don't have time to build anything that can build a Ghoul, anything that can beat a Ghoul. So it's funny, right? Ghoul can be just as strong as this card, legitimately. It's it's different, but yeah, yeah. It's... Like like theoretically, I could play a Fell Stomper, I could play a Ghoul, and then they do the exact same thing. No. Like how many different types can you have on your board at the same time? Well, you can have dual types, right? So you could probably hit everything. Yeah, but then those dual types aren't going to be all token things, though, right? No, I'm not. No, I'm not saying they're going to like. I'm not saying it's optimal. But I'm saying I'm saying like theoretically, if I just have dual type minions, I could play a fell stomper. I could play a ghoul, and they do the exact same thing. And one's yeah, a tier okay. three, one's a tier six. Obviously, like, fell stomper like is more like can. Obviously, it's better. Like, what? 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 what, what obviously, it's better. But I'm saying they can do the same. They can do the same scaling. And once yeah, tier yeah. three tiers lower, it's crazy to me. I You're essentially know. saying like, if I create a shit board for both of these <laughs> engines, they do the exact same yes, thing. As like, but I'm, you, not, you can, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> you can make that argument for a lot of different cards. Like, let me just make a shitty enough board, and then both of these cards do exactly the same thing. <laughs> But I hear you. Yes, obviously. Iron Google Sensei and Greasebot do the same thing. And one's two. One's two. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, that one. That one I, you, you, you got me on that one. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. I, I Fouls off is decent. Sister Deathwing. It's a four attack, 11 health. Whenever friendly minion is reborn it used to give your undeads one one attack three health now uh, it lost two attack but also whenever a friendly minion is reborn you give your undeads plus one plus two permanently so um that i would say that's a pretty significant nerf where you're going from what plus one plus three which is like kind of insane to plus one plus two which is a little bit more manageable you you kind of have to build the comp around this for this to be good where sometimes you just need like two reborns and you're like already happy here you kind of need to like make sure a lot of your units are undead and reborn so that you can take advantage of this so definitely makes sense i um when i talked about this card 
it was a bit weird because the meta was so fast that I don't think this card was actually that good in the previous meta. Just because how strong Anubarak was at building high... Uh, so essentially, this is how my Undead games went, right? I get Anubarak and I scale up, and then I play Sister for one turn to get my summoners out of blaster range, and then I sell the Sister because it's not a reborn, and you just don't have that incentive to keep it on your board if you know your tokens are dealing 40 or 50 damage well th this is my games i would triple into a sister and yeah. i'd fill my board with reborn and i'd kill everyone and lose to putricide at the end you know that's, that makes and, sense and i'd that get second <laughs> so <laughs> it was my experience <laughs> you know you just you just get it and then you're like i can't beat everyone oh wait the, the putricide killed me every time okay so the, the the issue I had is that you create these like very high health minions mm -hmm. and then either it's like the putricide with very high damage who doesn't give a shit mm -hmm. or it's like a mill house with a 300 300 magma lock one shotting your one yeah that would be minion. the I would also lose to Naga uh, to Naga players that would, that would be yeah. the other exception where they... with like good stats right yeah just walk over you so but I think in this meta it's even though it got nerfed mm -hmm. It might have gotten better in Overall. terms of the pace. Yeah, the pace of the game because the slower the game becomes, the more you actually appreciate that scaling. Yeah, and, it didn't uh, get nerfed in half like Anubarak did, so you know it's kind of yeah. good, right? Like if you compared to Anubarak, it's faster now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's funny. So, but yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, might might be a bit better of a meta for Sister Death Whisper. I didn't play a lot with it other than just buff my tokens out of range, but I do think in various MMR ranges. Um, the cards saw different uh, levels of play. Let me tell you, you get a sister, you roll double Blanche. Let me tell you, Shady, that's the stuff. Yeah, that's the stuff right that, there. That didn't do anything in the previous meta. It, that's the problem. It did, honestly. My Blanche had like a hundred <laughs> something health, man. Like I was, you know, I was taking like seven shots of like. Sure. It, 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 it was. I still lose to Putricide, but everyone else. <laughs> Everyone else I beat, I like. I agree. Okay. Like, future sites still with well, me. You have a good enough setup for it. Yes, yeah. of course. I uh, yeah, like double de double sister early, double Blanche. Of course, that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, yeah. Anyways, um, probably going to get better in terms of just having a sister comp, right? Um, with the total damage of a Nubrex scaled down, um, it should be more interesting to have this on your board. I'll put it that way. Feels good. And then we have the last change, and obviously the least important change, the Eternal <laughs> Summoner yeah, uh, change. Obviously, they put cards by importance. Have you have you, you never noticed this? Always at yeah, the, the top is the most important the, card. So The Thorn Cool guy getting extra <laughs> help. Yeah, so Thorn Captain, most yeah. important change here. And then it just goes down and like, what's the next important? Like Eternal Knight, I do agree, it's very important. And Ghoul of the Feast, I do agree. Very important, yeah. right? But they had to make they're close. They had to make Thorn Collar front and center. This is the change you're thinking about every time you you queue it into a game. So yeah, the last least important card we do have Eternal Summoner, eight attack. You used to have eight attack, one health, Death Rattle Summon, two Eternal Knights. Now it's six attack, one health, reborn. So that's the big change, and Death Rattle Summon one Eternal Knight. So it, it went from summoning two Eternal Knights to having reborn implicit in its uh, abilities but then also you only summon one eternal knight so that's a uh, this is definitely like the most 
unique change out of all the changes so far. Um, and definitely, you know, changes the metagame, changes future side. We're definitely going to talk about future side in its own thing. But uh, overall, I would say this is actually like a buff except for the high roll. Like the high roll, when you have everything set up, uh, it's it's definitely better to have the reborn added to it. But if you don't have all that set up and you're running like just two eternal summoners initially, what you're getting now is you're getting the summoner plus you're getting the extra six one plus you're also getting the summoner. So you get you get the um you get an extra six one now for free. And then the other issue is like if you barely lose or if you lose and you like you just kill the summoner. Now the summoner comes back as well as the knight, so you're dealing nine or or, or six, or you're dealing eight, right? Instead of the four you would deal. Yeah, you, so you have that chance to like just kill people if they barely beat you, whereas you you know you didn't get that eight damage before. So I would say it's a buff, but it, especially but the high roll is, is definitely a nerf, right? Like high, you can't get the reborn added, and then you, you get the two summon reborn too, and it's like that's too much, so. You know, I think it's better to nerf it in this way, but I still think like, you know, f it, it's better. Like, I think it's better, but like, you just don't have the high roll potential. That's my thoughts. When I played with this, mm -hmm. my main observation, my main observation was that you rarely got the full value anyway when you added Soul Splittered, and it was the old version where mm -hmm. it summoned two knights. Mm -hmm. Because you needed three board spaces every time, and I mean, God forbid you triple this thing. So you taunt That's... two things first. This is what is what would happen. Yeah, sure, sure. But people always ran the the straight shots thing, right? So that's like oh, your taunts are no longer taunts, yeah. and then let me just cleave you or whatnot. So there was definitely a a lot of opportunity to miss out on the value. Mm -hmm. And today, when I played with it, I, I got all my value very consistently. Right. Just because I didn't, I even at some point I made a golden one and I actually yeah. got all the value from the golden one. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And and I think that a lot of the time, especially with the Nubarak nerf, you can just run a Titus. Mm -hmm. And now it's actually conceivable that you're getting Titus value. Yeah, 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 true. The old one, you're like, you're not getting Titus value. <laughs> that's, that's too much. So uh, the added benefit as well is like, you can say scale it back to one Soul Splitter and one Anubarak. And then just run two of these and run two of the sun guys, right? The six six divine shields. Mm -hmm. And that's quite clean. So from what I saw today, it's a buff. It was definitely a quality of life buff. Okay. Where you're just like, oh, this just feels better because I'm not so frustrated for <laughs> my guy dying too early and I'm not getting my value. Um, I agree that the uh the ceiling is lower. Right. The potential for just endless summons, right, is lower because you are removing that soul splitter uh, option where you have soul splitter on the regular one, which would have been two and then reborn, etc. And then the golden one is four and then reborn. But you can run Titus mm -hmm. and still get sort of that same, same effect, value, right, where you're yeah. still summoning yeah. two. So overall, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think. This is a buff, but it feels more okay because of the Nubarak change. Like, so you're you're not scaling that the Nubarak to like the so because before you would just summon like fifty attack, a turtle knights or like two health, and you're like, wait, <laughs> what? 
this trajectory is a little off. You know, it's supposed to scale one to one. You're like, where is it getting this extra 40 attack from? Uh, but yeah. with the with the rack change, you, the scaling is slower and the pace is slower. So even though the card feels better, um, due to the the slower attack scaling, it like feels more like okay, I guess it's fine, like it is. So um, I would say it's a buff, but due to the Anubrak change, it, it doesn't feel that dominating as it used to be. That's yep. my thoughts. And and felt clean on my future side games. Feels like this better, was still yeah. very yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know. Do you think undeads are dead? What's your thoughts? Think you're getting an early Anubarak mm. or your future side. Mm. I think those are probably the conditions under which you want to play Undead. I don't think I want to play sort of just random undeads. If I'm early gonna... sister, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss in the early sister. Uh, with sure, Blanche, but, yeah. but is do you do you like die with that comp? Like, is that to be fair? I haven't played it with the nerf. That's actually fair. I don't okay. know. I don't know if, if it's worse with the nerf. So, because uh, I can see sister on the board early, but then I'd probably want to either add a Nubarak or I'd, I'd want to. Yeah, you want Nubarak. You want Blanche. Yeah. You want um, Soul Splitter, basically. Basically the same thing. Uh, but yeah, speaking of Professor Future Sides, they do have a dev comment. Uh, if Eternal Summoners picked as the first pick from Future Side Hero Power, you can no longer. Be offered a reborn or a poisonous minion as a second option. Well, it already has reborn, so like, I would actually rather you get a reborn option if I'm gonna be honest, because I don't like because because what happens is you just get a divine shield option. So this thing it's comes divine of, shield reborn stealth. It's stealth is also stealth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's, the divine shield is the one I don't like because it's like it's more power to the card. It's, like, it, it's true, it is, but it is more vulnerable to Sindore. Like the stealth one is just like I'm not getting Sindorid. Yeah, is... but I mean, the Sindorid goes. I mean, you have to you ha you have to play the Sindorid such a weird position, right? Like if you want if you want it like third position if you want to get it valued, and then, you know a lot of people don't do that, right? They they play it first, right? So it, against most players, they're not gonna know. Like, you can oh, usually I'm, avoid it. That's yeah, true. Yeah, um, but. I still think Putricide's a problem, personally. Like that's would be my thoughts, even with the change. Obviously, the first change, like that, those cards shouldn't have made it into the live, <laughs> in my opinion. Like that, that's just you messed up. Uh, but even as it's now, like I like the problem is we know how to play it. Like you gotta get six drops from the card, right? Like from the hero power and and. And people kind of understand that, and the people that do that correctly, scale correctly, it's they get so much power. And and the tier fours are also very good, right? So the tier fours kind of carry you into the tier sixes. Like the tier fours can give you the coins. I don't know if coins should be available as a like or or economy. Yeah. I not 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 coins, but you can get like one one necromancer. Yeah, 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 you can get one one copies that can triple. Or you can get dragons, but you have to be on tier six for those dragons. But I, you know, like, but people are picking that with reborn, right? So, like, the thing is, like, the 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 cards that give you economy, you pretty much always get reborn on top of those cards. So it's not it's not like you're getting one coin per game. Definitely not always, but yeah. Well, a lot. Of, well, I mean, the one the the future sides that win. You know, one thing I've noticed about yeah. all of them is they all get a card with economy 
and Reborn on top of it. And then they play that. Yeah. And then because of that, they're e- it's a lot easier to scale to six. And then they get two broken six creations. And then you're just dealing with that. And they don't ha- they don't really have to do much after that. Like, yeah, get a new brag, get a Titus or, or whatever to scale a little bit. But, like, a lot of the work is done for you after those um, those creations are made. And, and that's just kind of my issue with the card or the hero where it's too... The potential is too high rolly and easy to execute, right? It's not like you have to think hard to, to level to six and press the button twice. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know. That's not the hardest way uh, of playing the game. And, and you can just, like, auto win, like, from that point if you get the right hits. You can just, like, kind of, like, I, I'm, I'm, like I'm top two guaranteed, like, mentality. And it's pretty accurate, so. Still don't like the hero is my, my thoughts on it. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure. So I went through this period where I I didn't want to pick future sides when I do skip like, the hero. I will say you get eighth with this hero too, right? Because like if yeah. you don't hit the economy, well you're dead. Yeah. You know? So I will say I skipped the hero. Like I'm not saying like I always pick it and okay. I think it's broken. Like I skipped the hero too, but like the but the my opponents, my opponents, I tell you, they always get everything unless they they're eight. never miss the coin and they always get the summer. Yeah, <laughs> it, okay, it's too it. swingy, I guess, is, is maybe the problem. It's a very, yeah, yeah, no, I, I guess the um, the word that I would use is sort of the inevitability mm-hmm. where you see that he's alive and you're like, uh huh. It's bad. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah. if if is top four, I've 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 already played for second. Like I'm just like, yeah. You just know the moment you face that board, like that's gonna be bad because he's alive. Because that means he hit some really good shit. Oh, he hit for thirty seven. I I think I could beat that. Like, (laughs) like it's not (laughs) happening. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I I had two uh, future side wins today, Hmm. and they were both copies of each other where. I, I kind of like doing Jeef Curve now, mm-hmm. and then on seven gold, I'm on tier three, and then I just make a three, and I look for and I look for the gargoyle coin. Gargoyle coin, yeah. And I hit it twice, and it's just like, okay, well, it's kind of over because like one game I hit the reborn, the other I didn't. But a lot of time with the reborn, you don't even get both of them because you're right. kind of strong. You're too strong. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but but even if you get only a few coins on the way up, it it just that money is a difference between being able to go six press button and not do that right, right or having to sell half your board right, right you can always go six press button but it costs you half your board dude I, i've so, done that where i went to six sold <laughs> like three cards press the button i'm like well i won like <laughs> you know, I, I sold three cards and i'm just like yep that's better than what i had before it's crazy to me i feel you yeah. cool yeah no I, I i guess our consensus is that the High roll is a bit too much for future side. Um, we'll have to see, you know, what's happening with the win rate. If it's overall good, I guess that's sort of a justification for a nerf. Oh. If it's overall like whatever, I think they might just look at it and say, like, oh, well, this looks pretty good. Uh, because yeah, obviously, all those top eights they drag the average yeah, they down, drag the average down, yeah, 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 but yeah. What can you do? What can you do? It's, you can complain. Uh, you can complain on a podcast until they read, they see it and change. Complain a lot about Lich Bazil Collins. I you, you have, but you haven't continued. Yeah, don't tell I me. have to continue my crusade <laughs> against Lich Bazil. All right. Well, I mean, 
and today it was the same shit where it's like, oh, well, uh, it's turn five. I'm fighting Lich minus whatever twelve or so. So yeah, there's there's just heroes in the game that do have that feel bad uh, aura to it. And with Putricide, it's more like, oh, he's alive in the late game. Mm, uh, yeah. prob- I probably can't win. Because mm-hmm. they just have this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> where, like, even today, my Eternal Knights were up to 40 damage. Like, with no underbreak. So they actually had, like, you know, oh, 39 whatever. health as well. Oh, yeah, they had, they had a crap ton of health. Yeah. They had a crap ton of health. Yeah. So you, you just, like, you're, you're kind of just summoning 40-40s at the end. Yeah. Stupid, right? It like is, summoning forty. It, it is so dumb, yeah. Because you can you can very easily have three or four summoners on your board when you play Putricide. I didn't know you were a Jade Golem enjoyer, Shady. Okay, I, I like that. I respect that. Jade Golem, wow, that's been a while. <laughs> yep, just playing Jade. <laughs> that's what you should All think right. about every time. <laughs> <laughs> is that it, Collins, or do we have anything else on the program uh... for today? I think that is it for today, for sure. So definitely interesting series of changes. I think overall, a good direction. Obviously, there's a couple ones that we've talked about that are a little like iffy in terms of how it's going to feel at the end of the day. But overall, like the direction is, is correct, right? Undeads are less powerful. Newberg change was pretty healthy and, and things like that. So Feast, maybe not good enough but overall like i think it's it's a step you know i still think eternal knight should be a tier three card but you know whatever and it's like it you know it's fine like I mean, it's not fine but it's fine i'm, I'm not that salty anymore uh, but yeah uh, other than that right i do have an ending thing that i'm supposed to do and i uh <laughs> thank you guys for joining us <laughs> today uh hope you guys enjoyed it you can send us feedback at h's BG podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitch and Twitter, Educate Calls, Shady Bunny Live, and hope you guys enjoyed the review of the podcast. And we'll see you on the next one. See you guys.